I'm Charlie Mount. And I'm Jeff Rack. We are the co-artistic directors of Arcane Theater Works, based here in Los Angeles, California. And this is our new podcast where we discuss the weird and fantastical worlds of sci-fi, horror, mystery, and fantasy. Welcome to... Invasion of the Pod People. In print, on stage, and on screen, there have been countless interpretations of that modern Prometheus, that original mad scientist, that alchemist in galvanism and lightning, Frankenstein. In this multi-episode series, we dissect, discuss, compare, and contrast some of the best and least known versions of Mary Shelley's immortal story. Joining us in our discussion is our special guest, monster artist Phil Joyce. This show is being recorded outdoors at the historic Zorthian Ranch in Altadena, California. The Many Faces of Frankenstein, Episode 6, The Universal Years, Part 4. Okay, let's move on to Son of Frankenstein. Son of Frankenstein. You have to say yeah, it like that. It's like Son, son of, of Frankenstein. Son of Zorro. Son Which of I Sheik. Love. Yeah, I love Son of Frankenstein. Son of Frankenstein. Classic. Well, that was the first film you saw. So, of course, you always fall in love with the first date. Well, it's, it's there's so much about the film, and I'm going to let you, let you just talk about that. It's just indelible, as Mel Brooks yeah. found out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So this came out in 1939. So, you know. Not too much longer after it. Well, 1939, also, this Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind. That's right, big year. Yeah, big supposedly year. the greatest year in cinema. Oh, this Hollywood film blew history. them all out of the water, right, yeah. Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't quite at the caliber, but still, well, I, I mean, know. it's memorable, right? It's, Rob, it's a very Robin memorable Hood too, right? Wasn't Robin Hood that year? Was it? Yeah. No. Wasn't 39? it? 39? Errol Flynn? I think it was 36. I don't remember. Oh. It was early. Huh. Huh. So you mentioned before Basil Rathbone Basil is Rathbone. the son of the title, right? right. Playing... Uh, Baron Bobby von Fra- Frankenstein. Bobby, Bobby Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Baron Wolf von Frankenstein. And he's good in it. I mean, he doesn't quite fit the mad scientist role, but he's not really quite playing yeah. the same right. type of thing, you know? Right. But he's, he's got a few more, uh, you know... Kind of like a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Ethics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, it's more the, of a temptation movie. Yeah. yeah. Should, should I be tempted to be... Like well, he's definitely daddy. you know enamored of his dad, yeah. right? I mean, in, in the whole thing, you know. But yeah. it's, it's it's interesting. It's kind of. I, I wonder. I wonder how he felt about playing the role. I mean, I wonder if he was like excited about doing it, or if it was you know just something that he kind of had to do. You yeah, know? I don't know. It was uh, hmm. Rathbone. Yeah, he was going to work with Karloff, so he you know yeah. you're definitely going to get a paycheck. Yeah, you know, true. Get seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're always thinking of you know what's this going to lead to. Hmm. Yeah. I know, because Rathbone wasn't really in the stock Universal uh, company of actors, Mm-mm. right? He went, not really. He, as, you know, like Karloff, Lionel Atwill's in it, I, I think. Yeah, Lionel Atwill's in, like, he's, every one of them yeah, at a certain point. Them. He's just like, you know, yeah. I mean, they keep bringing them back. He, he was in the stock company. Yeah. But in this film, the biggest cast addition, of course, is Bela Lugosi, yeah. right? Yeah. Playing the classic. I think his best role. It's, it's of, definitely a lot of people it's think definitely it is, a defining yeah. role. Although he's great, he's great as Dracula, you can't deny that. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, it's 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 a classic role, and it's much spoofed character yes. of Igor, yeah. which yeah. is why yeah. yeah, why you know it's a classic role. Yeah, whose neck yeah. is broken from yeah. being hung. So here's another character that you <laughs> oh, can't kill, right? Right. 
Right. And, and you find that out. Totally stolen by Clint Eastwood and hang him high. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, Lugosi was quite, you know, Eastwood-like in this film, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Or was Eastwood Lugosi-like? <laughs> <laughs> but like we talked about before, he's the, you know, he's the monster's friend. He's someone that's able to control it and kind of have it do his build, bidding. You know, which is you know, which is the killing the eight men yeah. that tried to hang him, right? right? Hang him high. I'm yeah. telling you right That's there. Right. Hang him high was an <laughs> yeah. it was an adaptation of Frankenstein. See? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's true. 151. That's what, <laughs> We're a, adding to it. A Western adaptation of Frankenstein. <laughs> a man reanimated. Um, but uh, of course, you know, Marty Feldman was hilarious as Igor, Igor. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Young Frankenstein. Uh, and also, this is the one where the, there's the trope of the music soothing yes. the monster, right? Yes. Comes from this movie with him on his so horn. So much that we remember. You know? yeah. Comes from this film. Yeah. yeah. But all, you, know, you, have, you have him on his horn, but then you also have Cloris Leachland playing the, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the violin. Yes. You know? Don't forget but, Kenneth Mars as the burgomaster. Oh, he's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's coming so up. Have, so we have, yeah. Yeah. The, so so uh, uh, then you have Karloff again as the monster, right? Yeah. But he's, now he's wearing a large, like, a bear rug-like vest. You yeah, know, what that, is that? I don't know, but I know Igor keeps rubbing it like he's a big teddy bear or something. Oh, uh, you know? I read something. I read there was a reason why. The, yeah, the sheepskin? It had something to do with yeah. the ending of the last film. I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Yeah. It's very stylish, though. <laughs> it's very I'll, stylish. I'll, I'll, not, I'll not make something up because I'll just get it. <laughs> Phil's going out to have one made. Yeah. It's, it's very. I'm, I'm having one of those sheepskin, you know. It's, it's, it's you very, know, yeah. I mean, you know, Igor likes to rub it, though. So, I mean, I, you know, and the monster liked that. It's very think, Vers- you know? Versace. I think okay, this is going in a weird place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, so Karloff, you know, he doesn't have as much to do in this film, actually. You know, but there's a couple of nice moments, I thought, like when he sees himself in the lab mirror, you mm-hmm. know, and he kind of. You know, cries out yeah. at himself. You know, and 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 you know, is looking at the at you know, the doctor and yeah. himself, and like, yeah. you know, can you do anything about this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like that, doesn't it? <laughs> like you know, do these bolts make me look fat? Can, can, you, can, you, can you fix this a little bit? Can you you know? And then it's like then, then he just like goes, you know, his hands just goes, <laughs> just it's just so great. He just walks away from it, you know. Uh, but you know, the moment in the film that I remembered the most. One of them when I was a kid mm-hmm. is when the monster rips Inspector Krogh's fake arm off. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. It's pretty and, and, he's, and he's pinning that little kid down with that big old boot. You know, he's not hurting him. He's not hurting the kid. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it's a brutal. Scene. I guess that's the second time the monster had ripped off Krogh's arm because uh, I guess in the story they established yeah that it was that, it, it, that when he was see it in the other film yeah that yeah. he that he tore off his arm you know right. so when you see Krogh when he you know you <laughs> you know he talks about ripping his arm off you know you see that reaction from him you know he's all freaked so out this is, this is all based on uh, uh, you know Captain Hook from Peter uh, Pan you know and the alligator I suppose <laughs> yeah right right where did that come right. from. But what a, another great classic character played by Lionel Atwell, right? And he has that, oh, he's great. you know, the ratcheted prosthetic right arm, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. That Kenneth Mars, you well know, spoofed, spoofed but, yep. Kenneth you know, Mars. so perfectly was, in Young yeah. Frankenstein, oh, you know, and also the, you know, and also by Peter Sellers in Doctor Strange Love. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. There's that little thing. Mighty Fiona, I can walk. <laughs> yeah. There's no fighting in the war room. <laughs> and the whole uh, production design, the, the, the huge staircase, that's what I always remember. From yeah, the film, yeah, yeah. Giant, yeah. completely Kinda. useless staircase, yeah. which, which Kenneth Brogny ended up using in um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, his version of the film. Mm. He got, he yeah, and you have the and, and you have the you have the gigantic door knockers, right? Yep. Which knockers. are, you, you know, use nice that great knockers. gag with Wilder, you know. Yeah. You nice know. knockers. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, actually, I mean, I think you, Charlie, what you, you know, uh, like this film more than I do. I I liked it. It was interesting, but you know, it's not my it's my least favorite. I like it because three. this film had no reason to be good. Yeah, huh. this movie. Just, yeah. It was the third film. It's a son of movie. Right. And yeah. By all rights, it should have been awful. Yeah, That's and it's true. not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of hand wringing about the temptation of you know should I you know it, you know you almost want to yell at people and say didn't you see the first two movies yeah right don't don't do the same thing yeah don't make the same mistake mm-hmm. and they almost don't but but there's Igor there's Bella the Ghost oh, yeah. this great role <laughs> taking mm-hmm. them on you know yeah. for his own you know his own uh, and Rathbone yeah. kind of does his Desires. own little adaptation of, of the of the Baron or the Doctor. I mean, my favorite. I mean, part of this movie is the production design. <laughs> I, think oh, yeah. some, yeah. I think it's the most interesting aspect oh, yeah. of this movie. Oh. You know, I mean, I, you know, and uh, different art directors, Jack Otterson. You know, hmm. but the Baron's house. You mentioned before the you know the steps and stuff. Mm, you know, it's that, more modern. That it's, right? You know, it's like they, this is that that gigantic expressionic staircase. It's, you know, not it's, not even, it's not even built proportionally to serve a human being. Right. right. You know, I mean, it doesn't have a banister. It scares me. No, yeah, I know. I mean, you know, it looks like <laughs> you're gonna fall off that thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually, you know, it, it looks like a, uh, a a pier or something. You know, it looks like something, some weird, bizarre, you know. It looks like it was made for murder. It looks like yeah. Yeah. that thing was made to kill somebody on there. I mean, it's some, it's a bizarre, <laughs> twisted, like, you know, pier dock or something. But it's cool. I mean, it's totally it's cool. cool, you know, and the shadows Gorgeous. and stuff that they throw on it, you know. And then you have the dining room, right? With I the, wonder with if it, you, you mentioned the, the art director. Yeah. Is he the same guy that did uh, um, the black cat with Lugosi and Karloff? Otterson? I don't know. Does it look, it has a mo- yeah. somewhat that's similar a, that, that's look, a great, right? That's a great, yeah. great production design on that. Yeah. I can't remember who did that. I should mm. know. Another universal. <clears throat> but right. then there's the, um, you know, the dining room with the matching fireplaces. You know, yeah. they have those sweeping, like, bat-like lines up to the, yeah. you know, the boar heads, you know. Great design. Um, you know, and, and, I mean, it's funny. I mean, everything is so bizarre looking. Right. That they even had to write in a line for the his wife, for the Baron's wife. She says, it all seems so unreal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's just like, I know, you it's, know, it's like, none, yeah. None hey, of we, it is practical. We know none this place. We know this place is weird, man. <laughs> you know? And then there's the, like, who's cleaning this place? Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't yeah. servants anywhere. Yeah. It's like, this must get dirty. Who's the housekeeper? You know, freezing cold. Can you imagine trying to warm that whole place? Oh, man. Oh. I mean, there's, there's fireplaces in every room. Yeah, you know, but, it's, but it's not enough. Fires. I don't seem to be lighting. Yeah, I know. is that a, there enough? And then you have the then you have the kids' room, right? Yeah. You want to talk about a nightmare room? <laughs> I mean, you have these big windows, right, with the perpetual rain and the lightning flashing. You and have stuff, to right? have the lightning, which yeah. the kid apparently likes. The kids like, you know, I like the, you know, yeah. the, the kid. I don't know whether I want to strangle the kid <laughs> yeah. or or not. You know, I'll go ahead and strangle. Um, and um, and then you have that a cabinet, which I never show where it's at, that has Igor. And 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 the monster looking out of from the from the back like there's some right. looking through it you know so it op- yeah. they open it up so somehow there's a secret way yeah. right <laughs> and um, there are always secret passages yeah and then you have that the, the, the hidden, I always wondered, the passageway the, the guy that passage. built the secret passage passageway yeah you know, they built the house did they kill him so that nobody knows <laughs> they must have yeah 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 it's like thank you for building my secret passageway now you're dead now you're dead <laughs> so no one will know about my secret let's passage. see no. you and I are the only ones that know about the secret passage and we well, both. Well, yeah. Well, the the passageway things is a classic trope too. That you know a, that Mel that Mel Brooks used. Yeah. You know, there's the a bookcase. He yeah. did. Right? Oh yeah, the right. Yeah. It the turns around, yeah, and you have the um, <laughs> you have uh, in this movie 
down in the uh, lab, you have that big, you know, stone, you know, piece of the wall that, you know, of course. that he opens up yeah. that goes down to the lower cave and, and where, the, where the monster is, right? I just, I just remembered, um, what's that scene in um, Marvel's Ultron, Age of Ultron, where Robert Downey Jr. is, you know, examining the, the castle and he feels a little air. He's, he goes up to a wall and he says, please be a secret door, please be a secret door, please be a secret door. <laughs> he opens it, yay, yay. <laughs> that's, yes, that's, that yeah, trope is never going to go away. Yeah. yeah. I always you wondered know. in these old castles, what what kind of powers these secret compartments? You know, the, these walls that move, is it electricity? <laughs> well, yeah. you always yeah. figure there's some sort of counterweight. Oh, okay. But, uh, which I understand like in some of the old castles, action. but I never understood in the Indiana Jones films, because these things have been around for yeah. like a thousand years. You're telling me those, those you know, stones and I know, ropes right. are still working? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and you have the, the Igor, Igor opening that. I mean, the thing, you know, the thing is like that one wall, right. the stone wall, it's about, it's about 20 inches well, you get thick. The, you yeah, get the sense from, things, yeah. from moments like that that he's very strong. You, yeah. You, really I'm, strong. There's a yeah. danger. Well, you have, yeah. you, you do have, you do have, uh, uh, you know, Rathbone's character going over there trying to open it up too, and he can't. Right. He oh. can't open it. You know, oh. he opens up the. There's the hole in the in the floor right. that they right. pull the monster up out of. You know, they, they you know rig him up, which is kind of a cool scene yeah. where they rig him up there and put yeah. him on the table. But um, yeah, and then you have the sulfur pit, which is cool. You know, the, the, right. that sulfur pit that they talk about, which is definitely there. It's, it's all set up for the ending, right? right. <laughs> the big sulfur pit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I have a little uh, trivia maybe thing here for you. So the kid, this little, the little kid, right, who uh, the precocious curly-head kid that's not afraid of anything apparently, uh-huh. even possibly being thrown into the sulfur pit, which <laughs> the monster almost does. You know, he goes, does it. I think it's just the audio for the audience then puts him on the stairs, you know. Um, so... Uh, you know what he might have done in the in the future? Anything that he might have no, done? No, no idea. It wasn't he, the kid from Family Affair, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was just a, it was a voiceover, but he was the voice of Bambi. Oh my God! Oh, really? The voice of the young Bambi. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, one other one other kind of cool trope I, I want to bring up is is there's the classic the uh, chest X-ray panel in this one. Oh. You know where they put the yeah. the panel up to uh, the monster, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. they and you see his his, his bones through there, uh-huh. right? Which was you know has been used in every you know Looney Tunes cartoon you've ever seen. Or, yes, you know, yeah. and all you know. I mean, <laughs> but I think that I think that must have been the first time they've ever you know done that. Did you see that on film? Yeah, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Huh? Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, and 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 then of course the sulfur pit at the end. Yeah. Right. They. Uh, yeah, you know it's coming. He he swings <laughs> in and you know the you know that's 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 what we're talking about where he's pinning the kid down and tore the arm off of Krog and yeah. and uh, you know the how doctor, do they explain doctor, the doctor swings in and kicks him into the sulfur how pit. How do they explain the sulfur pit? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get to that. The reason. I mean, just really briefly. Why would you need the, a sulfur in, pit? Uh, you know, and we find out in Ghost of Frankenstein. Oh. That's the next one, right? Oh, yeah. When Igor comes back. And Igor's back, and he's been shot five times. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, we're going to bring Igor back. We'll bring the monster back. Did you this know. movie make money? Uh, I think it did. All well, of that's why they came back. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's the like, it's funny. Stuff. It's like they didn't even care anymore. So they're not going to try and disguise it. Right. You know, we're not going to even make him a different character. Right. He's Igor, and, you know. And they, even, they, they do say something at the beginning of Ghost of Frankenstein where they say... Um, 
you know, but he was shot. He was shot. He goes, well, he was hung too. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's basically it. That's that's the you know it's a good way to excuse. explain it right. off. Right? Can't yeah. kill yeah. Igor. But he's yeah. you know that's when he says you know he cannot be killed. You know you know he will live forever. You know so huh. yeah. So that was proven a fact too. Much, much like Michael Myers. Yeah. So so, what, <laughs> so who's who's the villain in this? He's, I mean yeah. besides Igor. Although Igor's a victim as well. Is is there a I mean I think Igor's kind of set up as the the villain, the, yeah. the bad guy kind of because he's 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 the manipulator. He takes over Pretorius's position as kind of manipulating. So Basil oh. is manipulated into recreating, you know, going trying to go back and he does he talk him into a it. Mad scientist. Yeah. Du- duplicate his yeah. father. But in the end he he yeah. you know, he realizes. He comes to his senses. Well, when you know when the kids pinned his kids pinned down right. <laughs> in the sulfur pit. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it. Uh, so we're getting further and further away from Mary Shelley's themes, and it's becoming yeah. more, yeah, definitely. more adventure. Right. Right. Yeah. More adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and falling into other other adventure trope things, themes right. you know of just of just monsters now rather than mm-hmm. deep psychological. Which it got even more stuff. into later, right? With more more of the sequels. With Glenn Strange and mm-hmm. you know, got more into that, yeah, they, they, more, more off the track of right. Mary Shelley. Yeah. The Devil. So you think we go, we go from from mm-hmm. uh, Gothic romanticism to mm-hmm. horror? You know, it, it's straight horror. Yeah. You know, rather than. I mean, there's always there's al- there's better. always that dollop of humor in all of these films too. Yeah. Can't forget that, and that's why yeah. Mel Brooks is. Was so easily able to. I mean, just, I mean, if you look at the young Frankenstein, he, he just basically moves it like you know. Oh yeah. You know, ten inches to the left. Exactly. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I mean, you you know, even in the first Frankenstein, you have, you know, what's that? The screaming woman at you know, or brighter Frankenstein after he you know comes up out of the fire, you yeah. know, and uh, you know throws the two. Actually, the two people that get thrown in there is Maria's. The young girl's parents get oh. killed at the beginning, huh. and then she sees her like, ah, ah, you know, the the the, the whole the totally crazy, comedy relief Irish woman. thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That they and yeah. and there, and there's kind of that little bit throughout. I mean, we all like to tweak the well, he had, the yeah, humor. Yeah, you he know? Had definitely had a good sense of humor, James Wood. So I mean, it did. That's you know, it definitely from the novel to Son of Frankenstein and Ghost of Frankenstein. I mean, you know, it it really mm-hmm. did start to you know. Shift directions. Maybe got more campy. You know. in well, t- yeah, I think in tone and in structure, definitely and, and narrative and yeah. all of that. But but in throughout all of them, there's still a sense of of where's my dignity, right? You know, the monster still has that. Except, mm. and you're, you're going to talk about this film later in, in a couple of the Hammer films. I don't know that that's actually there. Yeah. But, um, but you know, but, in, but even in this film, it's still sort of there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you see it in the scene you just described where. Uh, Karloff is looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and is repulsed himself. Yeah. It's, it's like, where's my dignity? Where's my humanity? Right. Can, can somebody please hmm. you know, right. yeah. like me? Right. And he also has that moment uh, when, after Igor is shot, where he comes up to Igor and says, friend. Yes. And, you know, and he's just traumatized and he screams. You know what I mean? That's probably the best moment for Karloff yeah. in the movie where, you yeah. know, his friend has been killed. You know what I mean? And once again, he's, mm-hmm. you know, here's somebody that's not hurting him directly, but hurting somebody that he cares for or he felt cared for him, you know, and even then he goes... Being used. Yeah, even though yeah, he's being used, he but still it was somebody that, you know, <clears throat> at paid least... Paid attention. Uh, yeah, paid yeah. attention, at least felt like he was sure. understood. 
So, so this is Karloff's last outing as the monster. Yeah, this yeah. is the last time he did it. He he came back as um, on a TV show. He, or well, he came or? back in one of the uh, the later uh, uh, versions as a scientist. That's yes. a mad scientist, but he never played the monster again. Right. He played the monster like in some kind of TV hmm. like segment, but it was brief. It was like a joke, and I think it was much later, like in the '60s or something. I can't remember. But oh, remember. Right. There's a clip of him at a baseball game. Oh yeah, something. he came out as a ba- at a baseball yeah, game thing. It, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. But that was uh, yeah yeah yeah. But, but he, that was it for him. But he you know? yeah he, he moved on to other things. He sure did. He he dropped the typecasting. Well, he yeah. always continued to. To uh, you know, play in oh, you know, a lot of horror Robert films, films you, know. you know. But he was always in the horror, and he said, you know, he he, he said himself, he said the monster was my the greatest friend I ever had. Oh yeah, you know, and and it gave him a career. He it, said yeah. if you could have something that rescued you know, him that, out that of the audiences know they can, you know, they yeah. can lock you into, mm-hmm. you know, that's a great thing. And he and he saw that, you know, and he and he uh, ran with it. Made him a household name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And probably quick, you know, at the perfect time. He was probably getting over. In our next episode, we discuss the first comedy featuring the Frankenstein monster. This has been a production of Arcane Theatre Works. You can find us online at arcanetheaterworks.com. Don't forget to check out our other podcast, Theatre of the Mind, Dramatizations of Fantastical Stories. If you enjoy our podcasts and would like to hear more, please support us on Patreon. Special thanks to Alan Zorthian and the Zorthian Ranch. And also to our guest, Phil Joyce. If you'd like to see Phil's artwork, you can find him on Instagram at PhilJoyceArt. I'm Charlie Mount. I'm Jeff Rack. And this has been... Invasion of the Pod People. Pod people.